You are currently listening to the Mind Your Business series, a series where I interview entrepreneurs within the vegan community. I am your host, Shalina of the Sweet Tooth Vegan Podcast. And for those of you that have been listening to the podcast for a while, you would know that I first introduced this series last year. So in this second installment, I have all Canadian guests. I'm so excited, as you could probably tell. Um, I always get excited whenever I have fellow Canadians on my podcast. Um, so yeah, I had the privilege of interviewing Melissa of East End Vegan, Katerina of Dolled Up Desserts, Amandla of Bartholomew Sisters, Damien and Charlene of Melanated Vegan, and Inyoto of Plant-Based Milkshake. So sit back and relax, and I hope that you gain some insightful knowledge and tips on how to build your brand. You are listening to episode 30, which marks the season 3 finale. I can't believe I made it this far in my podcasting journey. Man, oh man. (laughs) To conclude the Mind Your Business series, I interviewed a returning guest on the show. Her name is Inyoto of Plant-Based Milkshake. Plant-Based Milkshakes are fresh, filling, and nutritious drinks Their drinks contain minerals that the average person lacks on a daily basis, and they don't have any artificial flavors or artificial sugars. Their main ingredients include organic purple sea moss, which aids the body in maintaining proper mineral balance, and walnut milk, which is packed with omega-3s and protein. If you live in the GTA, you should definitely try Enyoto's milkshakes. We start off the conversation by having Inyoto sharing the story behind how she started her business. So without further ado, here is episode 30. We started in 2017 in December. Um, It was inspired by um, just gaining a lot of knowledge in terms of health from a holistic perspective. Pretty much, I just observed a lot of people, young people, or just um, even older people too, but they're just dying earlier than their time, I felt. And um, especially earlier than it used to be back in the day, mm. you know. Um, and they would die from illnesses that didn't exist a, a few years back, you know. And... Um, I, I, I always observe that what we eat is directly linked to our health. Right. So I started making changes for myself, you know. Um, so I started eating better because I used to be, my diet wasn't the best at all. Um, I'll say four years ago, you know, I used to consume a lot of meat. I used to consume a lot of dairy. Um, a lot of candies and, and <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> and I had to reduce that, you know. Um, I had to cut that out. And um, I, I noticed changes happening in my health, you know. Um, luckily for me, meat was really easy for me to cut off. Um, dairy was a bit more challenging. Mm. But um, meat was real easy. Like, I can't even eat meat today even if I wanted to. My body just rejects it now. But, um, so I had to make that change for myself. 
yourself first, right? Like, it's cliche, but the whole thing of you have to, to change the world, you have to change yourself. Mm-hmm. It's true, because um, I started seeing people around me getting inspired and asking questions about what I'm eating and stuff like that, and that was a, an opportunity for me to educate them on, on the changes that I'm making and eventually inspiring them. But anyway, the changes that I made, um, I see results within my body, um, great results. So um, it became a lifestyle for me eventually. But during that transition, I um, had to experiment a lot. You know, I had to try different things in the kitchen. I had to learn about so many different foods that exist that um, the average person doesn't know or, or isn't educated about. You know, until you get to look at the other side, the other side meaning um, the opposite of mainstream diet. If you look at the other side of what we consider whole food, you you, you get to learn a lot of food that you probably grew up never knowing. You mm-hmm. know, like myself, like I never knew what tea moss is. I never even knew what chia seeds or hemp seeds are. Right. You know, those, those things to me today that are so common to me today, I didn't know them like four years ago, four or five years ago, you know. So yeah, learning here. about this, yeah, learning about this was like so amazing to me. You know, I felt like I started to feel like cooking really is an art. And I, I, I started to feel that you're really a chef when you can use these um, plants given from nature and create something out of it that tastes good. You know, it's, it's truly a work of art if you, you're able to just combine those different tastes. And, and I, I, I started noticing that one fruit could be used in so many different ways, right? Whereas before, to me, it's just take the food and eat it. But no, some foods can actually get, get dried over time or you can freeze it and eat it another way. You can blend it and do something else with it. Some, some foods are good to get heated and get cooked, you know. Um, but yeah, I just learned a lot during that time of, of transitioning my diet and, um, during experimenting and all of that, I stumbled upon the recipe of, of, uh, the plant-based milkshake and, um, my sisters who were getting inspired with, with the lifestyle changes that I was making, um, they were very supportive, you know, and they were very, they were asking a lot of questions and, and I got them to taste the shake and, and, um, they had really good feedback, right? They were always, like, the people I would give my food to. Like, whenever I cooked, I would give it to my sisters to see how they like it. Um, and to also let them know that, like, veganism or plant-based, I consider myself plant-based, but I, I use the term vegan because that's what most people are, are familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so, so I'm just using vegan for, for that sake. Um, so just to, to show them that veganism could taste good and this change could taste good, right? So once they tasted the plant-based, I, as I really the feedback from them, I, I started making it multiple times and they, they were really happy with it and I decided to make a product out of it because um, when you're living the lifestyle of, of, you know, striving for wellness and um, veganism or plant-based lifestyle, you don't really have a lot of options out there. So I felt it's only right to offer something out there for, especially for people who are going through transitions and people who are um, living the lifestyle already, you know, 
make it available out there so that people can um, consume something that is like a milkshake, but it's not a milkshake, a better alternative of it, right? right? Where you're gaining more benefits and you're getting rid of a lot of mucus, right? So that's, that's mainly where it started. And um, I just took the idea and ran with it. And um, the, 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 the concept of ownership has always been very important to me mm. um, and for, for so many reasons. Um, so it was, it was just the right combination to, to work with something that I really love, that I'm really into, and also to actualize one of my values, which is ownership, you know. So that's, that's pretty much the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I really find your story relatable because, like, before I got into, before I started my baking business, it just started off as, as you were saying, just experimenting in the kitchen, uh, making personal changes myself. And then, like, having family members try out what I'm making. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's a good place to start. Yeah. You know, and, and I think it's, it's normal to have that that feedback from, from, to want that feedback from family. Yes. You know, because it's easy to, to feel alone on this journey when um, there's not a lot of people who are embracing the change. You know, or the change is not a lot. It doesn't come easy for a lot of people. Definitely. So you want people to to know that you're still living life. You're eating things that they're not eating, but you're still living life as they are because you know it's not meat and it's not dairy, but it's still good stuff. You know, because mm-hmm. a lot of people tend to think that when you're plant based, you're missing out on a lot of things. But you're really for not. Me, <laughs> I'm I'm really not. Like I, I'm learning so much and. I'm discovering so much. Like I feel more grateful to to be able to love the food, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to love these options. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. And as you're saying, also how when you became plant based vegan, you learned about different fruits that you like and foods that you didn't know existed. I yeah. could so I could totally relate to that. Totally relate yeah. to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It's really amazing. It's like, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you briefly kind of talked about how your um, plant-based milkshakes are healthier compared to regular milkshakes. So I was wondering if you could expand on that for some of my listeners that are not necessarily vegan. Okay, um, well, we'll start with a regular milkshake, which includes a lot of dairy in it, and um, I know it's, it's, it's probably out there so much, so much research is out there, and so many people say it, but dairy is meant for baby cows. Mm. You know, it's not meant for humans, and once you consume it, you're putting a lot of mucus in your body. Right, and I actually have um, a video coming up and an email coming up uh, that will be breaking down why milk is not good for us. Nice. Um, yeah, so um, it's not meant for human consumption. You know, you're putting a, a lot of uh, toxic things into your body, and um, that is going to 
going to be very difficult for the body to break down and digest it. Right? Um, so what you want to do is, is consume things that the body is able to let go as soon as possible. Right? You don't want it to sit in your belly and, and rot for too long. Because then that starts creating problems and starts creating mucus and stuff like that. So fruits are meant to be digested within like two hours. Right? Two if you if your if your digestive tracts are, are clean, two hours are, are, are when your fruits are able to, to do its job and come out. Right? Um so that's why it's good to consume food more than anything, I feel. You can live off of food. There are people out there who live off of food. Right? So we include food into our shakes, so it's giving you the fiber, it's giving you the vitamins. Um, from the, the mangoes and the, and the pineapples and, 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 the, um, and the bananas. Um, and we also include sea moss in there. So sea moss is a, and it grows underwater and actually has 100, uh, sorry, 92 of the 102 minerals that our body needs. So you're getting a lot of minerals from sea moss. Mm. So in comparison to dairy, where I could put in mucus inside of your body, you're actually with our shakes, you're actually putting in a lot of good things into your body. Right. right? You're putting what your body needs. You're feeding yourself. Um, you're giving yourself energy from a source that is alkaline, from a source that your body is happy with, right? From what your body really needs. So, and it's also satisfying your taste buds. <laughs> Can't <laughs> you know? forget so that. Like a, yeah. So it's like it's, it's a win-win all around. It's satisfying your your taste buds, you're getting full from it. You know, we have the chia season there as well. So you're getting full from it. You have options to add things like maca root, uh, which is really high in, in calcium. And and I know they tend to, to brand dairy milk. They tend to push it because they say it's high in, in calcium and stuff like that. But you could get calcium from other places too that are, are or less toxic or, or not toxic at all. So so you have the option to get your maca root in there. Um, we also have moringa as one of the options and, and hemp seeds and, and recently we also added ginger. So um yeah, get your get your plant based milkshakes it's a much better and healthier option than than the regular milkshake. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and for those that are listening, I've had plant based milkshake twice, so Everything she's saying, it's true. <laughs> it's really good. I really I like the strawberry flavor one. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite one. Yeah. Really, that's that's interesting because most people actually like the mango flavor. That's what, oh. that's actually your bestseller. I personally like the mango flavor too. Um, okay. It was the first one that we we ever came up with. Um, oh. So, so yeah, it gets it gets a special special response all the time. Okay, cool. Um, but I liked how you kind of broke down the the nutrients that people are getting when they drink your product. And yeah. um, one thing that you said that stood out to me was the calcium. And um, I remember I was listening to a doctor, and I mentioned him a couple of times on my podcast. His name is Dr. Milton Mills. Um, okay. ha- have you heard of him? No, I haven't. Okay, so he's a black doctor in America, and he advocates for um, he's a big big advocate for black health, 
and he does a lot of studies that shows how plant-based vegan diet is the best diet for optimal like growth and development and health and he was saying that out of all the studies done on dairy um, when it comes to calcium and protecting bones um, the studies don't show any significant protection like even though it, they promote oh it's milk milk is good for bones it actually deter deteriorates our bones oh, it does the opposite really? yeah wow so that's, that's, that's an interesting perspective mm -hmm. very interesting like it's i wouldn't i wouldn't doubt it probably is true because <laughs> it's toxic you know it's just not meant for humans like i wouldn't even I don't even need to hear all of that as long as I hear that it's not meant. Like, it's just the babies are born from the cows to drink the milk from the mother cows. Exactly. So we're not, we're humans, we're not cows, right? Exactly. So it's like, one equals two, But, but no, we can definitely get into the science that the doctors are breaking down, and, and it's definitely true, and I'm going to get into some more details on um, the video that I'll be filming soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he also, what I liked what he said too, um, was a lot of people will say, oh, you know, milk is good for um, calcium, as we said. Um, you know, you could get calcium from milk. And then he's like, well, that's like saying I could get oxygen from a cigarette. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, yeah, you could, yeah, it's in the cigarette, but, you know, it's it, ha it comes with a whole bunch of bad stuff, so. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a cool doctor. Uh, yeah. All right, well, yeah, thanks for sharing all that great information. So moving on to the next question, what type of planning and preparation goes into creating your milkshakes? Well, we, we definitely are have to be consistent with always having our food present and our packaging prepared. So those are two of the things that I, I always make sure is the inventory is there. Um, we also have to soak our nuts, right? Because we include nuts. We Our base is walnut milk. Mm -hmm. So we like to soak our nuts. Um, so we make sure we do that. Uh, for for every order, so we're always having some nuts that are being soaked uh, to prepare for any orders that may be coming. So that's well, that's one source. That's one way uh, that we prepare for that. Um, um, yeah, and just being ready to to receive orders and to be on the move in case you never know when it comes. And and when we're vending, uh, also just to make sure we have all our equipment, which is always pre. Like we just pack our bags and we keep it there in case it's time to just pick it up and go. Mm -hmm. um, like when you are working, like the way we do, time management is huge. Um, so we always have things that are like pre-prepared. We always try to stay pre-prepared, like one step ahead. And some things that need to be done in the moment will be done in the moment. But some things that we could get, we could get out of the way. We make sure we get it out of the way. So. Mm -hmm. Being pre-prepared is very huge to me and being organized is very huge to me. Just making sure all the numbers are aligned and count 
taking everything that we have and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's in terms of in terms of preparation. Of our, that's how we keep ourselves ready. Mm. Be ready, so you don't have to get ready. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. And like, how long? So you say you have, sometimes you get orders, so how long, or how, I guess, um, like say if you have an order on the weekend, when would you start making the actual shakes? So me encourage people to do pre-orders. Okay. So that way it gives us 24, at least 24 hours um, notice. Um, If someone happens to order the same day, it's still okay. Um, but we just prefer to have that time to prepare for it. Mm-hmm. So if you if you tell me if it's Friday today and you tell me that you want shakes on Saturday or on Sunday, um, I'll start. Well, let's say you want it for Saturday, I'll start prepping it on Friday night. Our, our shakes are always made fresh. Oh, okay. That's so we don't we don't make it like a, a Monday and then give it to you on on, on Saturday. They're mm-hmm. always made fresh. So that's why we encourage pre orders. Yeah, that's good to know. And I, 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 I did a survey. I think surveying, surveying the people is very important to me. And I, I, one of my questions were, do you like your juice fresh? Or do you like it? I think that was the question. Um, do you like your shake to be fresh or do you like it to be kind of like pre-prepared and pre-packaged? And, and 100% of the people said they want it fresh. Wow, look at that. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so you know, it's, 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 it's good information. You know, it's good information to have. And, um, yeah, I think it, it only makes sense, right? If you want your drink to be fresh. And that's when it's at its purest form. Mm-hmm. And it has its, its most benefits when it's at its peak, at its prime, let's say. Right. So, I find that's a really good idea to connect with your customers and learning what they want. For any listeners um, that may be interested in learning more about how to connect with their customers and how to keep their customers, what's some advice that you could give them? Um, well, serving, like I mentioned, is... I think it's very important because you get to know what they want. Like, the product is for the customer. So you obviously want to keep your, your value and and the foundation of your product alive while still, you know, tweaking it to what they want. Mm-hmm. And to win with the majority, you want to listen to what the people want. Right? And also getting to know them. You know, especially in vending events, I think it's a great opportunity. Like, if someone comes to your table, it's your opportunity to ask them, so are you vegan or what's your diet like? Um, you know, are you plant-based? What do you think of a plant-based lifestyle? Or, or, um, do you, or ask them a survey question, like, what type of food do you usually like? You know, and, and if, they, if, they're, you know, if, they're, if they're buying you, you get to know, okay, this person is like this and you bought my shakes and you get to know what type of people are into your drinks and 
because other people are inquiring are inquiring your drink so that way you know how it fits into their lives you know how to market to them right you know you, you want to personalize their experience mm. you know you want to um, uh, address them by their name or um, on an email that you're sending letting them know that you know they bought the drink last time and and this is an opportunity to get 10% off on the next one. Mm. You know, you want to personalize your experience like they're the only person you're serving. That's how I, that's how I see it. And um, also, um, creating an experience too, you know. Mm. Um, that's why I, I actually enjoy delivering because um, when I get to see people door to door, um, some people like to chat, you know, we get to catch up on, on how the plant me lifestyle is going. Um, or even um, how the shakes are, are doing, are, are going for them, you know, so, and also just updating them on what's going on with your brand, you know, if you're going to be adding a new flavor soon, let them know, if you're going to have sale, let them know an opportunity for them to try something new or, or meet you at another event, just finding a way to, to communicate with them and letting them know that you're still existing. You know, you're still doing your thing. So that way, you're not forgetting you in, in a world that there's so much advertisement everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you want to remain relevant by, by, you know, communicating with your customers and stuff like that. So I think that's a, those are some of the ways to, to connect with them, for sure. Nice. Yeah, I recently started a email subscription. So, um, yeah, I got that idea from you because <laughs> I subscribed to that's yours. That's and, great. Yeah. I, I definitely it. encourage it. I encourage it. It's, it's a good way to uh, communicate with people. I think communication is, is very important. Yes. And um, and just remind people that you're here. And, and I think marketing has a lot to do with the subconscious. So you just want to... Um, register your brand in people's brains mm-hmm. the same way that Nike has, the same way Adidas has, you right. know, you can close your eyes and you can see Adidas in the back of your mind. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you want people to be able to close their eyes and be able to see your brand too, right? So, um, so yeah, that's just a way of connecting with customers. Yeah, and I like what you said about when you're at when you're doing vending events too, that's a good face-to-face way to see who's buying your stuff and connect with them. So you said you've been, so plant-based milkshake started in 2017? Yeah. Okay, so you're two years or you're going on your two years? We are on a year and I would say three and a half months. Okay. And like, yeah. during that time frame, um, what are some challenges that you faced, like from when you first started in 2017 till now? Um, I would say one challenge was that, um, well, it still is that because our base is the walnut milk so we're including nuts so a lot of people out there I learned but I didn't learn I always knew but I didn't, I didn't 
notice the percentage until again serving the public just by spending and stuff like that people will come to the table want to test it but then they notice that there's a sign there that says includes walnut and then they kind of back off because they're allergic to nuts right oh, no. so we're not able to reach that we're not able to reach that person because we don't have enough reach flavor oh, okay. right and and so we're, we're still in the works of finding recipes that will still keep that milk um milk concept in it and still be not free so um that's one of the challenges that i face mm. and um i will also say that with delivering one of the challenges that i face is sometimes people can forget right sometimes they'll forget that they placed an order um so what i did was to force them to remember is to order online so that way, I have I have their email, their contact, um, and also they make their payment. So um, that kind of works better, and that it allows me to to get them to drink to them, whether they want it to be just delivered at the door or um, if they want whatever whatever is more convenient to them. Mm-hmm. So like I forget what I ordered from Amazon. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like you're not sitting there always waiting on it. the whole issue with nuts um so when i was at the at the uh, toronto black vegan festival a lot of my products pretty much all my products had nuts in them except for my blueberry scones and yeah there were a couple of people that came up they're like do you have anything with uh, that doesn't have nuts um i was like oh i have one thing and that sold out quick. The blueberry scones went quick, so even after that, I, I couldn't offer an alternative to those that are allergic. So I'm like, oh, this yeah. is a good learning point for me to make sure yeah. this. Because, sure. yeah, not everything has to have nuts. I personally love nuts, but, yeah. <laughs> but I need to think of like being more inclusive. Moving on to, I guess, more positive light. What are your, a few takeaways, like um, a few highlights that you experienced within your one year of running plant-based milkshake? Um, some of the highlights I would say is people coming back. Um, I think that's one of the biggest highlights. Um, I 
people like coming back at events. You know, mm-hmm. like when I say I'm going to be at such and such place, they would come for the nice. things. kids like your product mm, that's amazing yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. the theme of this podcast series is building your brand um, so uh-huh. to conclude what's some advice you could give to people who are first starting out with selling their products at local markets or um, like such as the um, Black Vegan Event or Vegan Dale or any type of market? Um, I would say that, especially in this age of entrepreneurship where a lot of people are really into um, uh, being an entrepreneur, I, I, I really support the movement. I also want to emphasize that it's very important to do it the right way. So mm-hmm. you got to value, <laughs> you got to, first of all, love what you're doing. Mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and do what you love. Because mm-hmm. if you're not doing something that you love, along the way, somewhere along the way, you might not be interested anymore. You might lose interest, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you want to love it so you can keep staying motivated. You know, you want to find something that will serve the public for greater good so you can feel rewarded, so you can feel that your efforts are not going, you know, are not for nothing, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so it's very, very important to do what you love. Um, I also, what I mean by doing it the right way is also valuing things like customer service. Mm-hmm. You know, those small things like customer service, you know, like represent those values. Um, do right by the customers and, and do right, keep your word, mm-hmm. you know. Meet. Uh, be on time for your customers, you know. So, so 
things like that and, and really knowing your product. Like, I, one of the things that I learned during my, my, my journey is that research is half of the job. Hmm. Like, researching on what you're doing, on what to do, whether it's just asking other people questions or just going online and finding information, um, being prepared for people to ask you questions. Research is half, it's literally half of the job, and you can't be lazy to know. You have to be curious. You have to be um, curious on what's going on in your market, in your uh, in your lane. You know, get to know it. Get to know the people who are interested. Um, get to know people who did it before you. Um, and um, at the same time, when knowing is important, mistakes will also happen from not knowing. So let yourself make mistakes. You know, don't be afraid to take those risks. You know, let yourself make mistakes because you can learn from that. As mm-hmm. long as you learn, you're good. As long as you're not making the same mistakes again, you're good. So make those mistakes. I think it's okay to make mistakes as long as you get back up and try again. Right? And just stay motivated. There's going to definitely be ups and downs. You know, it's, it's going to be a, a, a long journey. It's not going to happen overnight. But if, if you know you love it and you know it's worth it and you're enjoying it, you know, you're going to be in it for a long run. And um, I think it's even better if it's something that you're able to do if the money wasn't there. Mm. You know, if, if it wasn't bringing you money in, are you going to do it tomorrow? You know, and forever. Are you gonna do it for your community? Right. You know, so, so yeah. that's how I see it. That's how I see it. Yeah. Wow. Well said. And I like how you touched on doing your research, even at the beginning when you were talking about the different types of nutrients and and minerals and like the percentage of like the minerals and stuff that are in the ingredients you use like that shows the customer that they could trust you and that you know what you're yeah. talking about and that you're yeah. the, you're the real deal yeah no definitely it's, it's very important to know what you're getting yourself into you know and what you're going to be feeding people or giving people or letting people take into their home mm. you, know, you gotta know it so research is literally of the job. Right. And like so today there are some people who will charge you to give you information. Right. So um sometimes the way you find that information is through making mistakes. Right. You know, but it's definitely the type of information that you have to search. And um that's how I see it, yeah. It's mm. important to know. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, I'm so motivated. Oh my gosh. I'm so especially on the research part, I'm like, yeah, I should like share more information about the ingredients I use, like the benefits of coconut sugar versus white sugar. Yeah, let the people know like why they should be attracted to to what they're consuming. You know, why should you attracted to this type of lifestyle? Mm-hmm. You know, there's great benefits in, in in what plant-based ingredients have to offer. So, um, and the 
knowledge is not out there. It's not something that people are searching. So it's like sometimes you have to bring it to them, bring it up front to them. And, and at the end of the day, um, where the type of plant-based lifestyle is like you're in a field where the people who are really winning are the people who are not plant-based because that's what, major- what majority is into. Mm-hmm. Majority is into um, the deadly food, mm-hmm. right? They're not mm-hmm. into the foods that are giving you life. They're into the foods that are toxic. So we're competing with that group. So it's like you want to definitely show why your product is important and why people should turn to this lifestyle or to these habits or consider these options and these alternatives at least sometimes to, to maintain the balance and um, to feed their, their body the right way. So that's that's why I think it's that's one of the reasons why I think it's important to know. Oh, yeah. Right? Just for the presentation. I agree, yeah. Thanks so much for sharing again. <laughs> this is this is great. Oh wow. I learned a lot and we we've connected before but I I'm still learning a lot from you, which is nice. Yeah, no problem. I'm I'm learning myself too. Mm-hmm. I am learning with experience and with um, other people's stories and, and research and stuff like that. So that's why, that's why I think I think life is all about learning. Definitely. Life is all about growth and development. I think that if you're not growing, if you're not learning, you're doing the opposite. You're, you're, you're slowly dying, mm-hmm. right? So you want to maintain life by, by watering yourself with with more knowledge and, and watering yourself with things that give you more life, even if it's just um, eating more fruits or more vegetables. You know, these are things that have life in them. These exactly. are things that the sun shined on, which is what your body needs because your body is electric, right? Like Dr. Sini has taught us. So, um, yeah, just keep feeding more life into yourself and um, spread your light, spread that life around you and inspire people around you and you'll you'll attract more things that have life because you are life yourself thank you your deep deep uh deep gems deep quotes from Nyoto everyone awesome all right so to to conclude this podcast episode I'll just give you some space to share your social media outlets for people to connect with you me on Instagram. We are most active on Instagram. So Instagram page is at plant-based milkshake. Um, so again, that's plant-based milkshake. And you can visit our website. It's www.inyotoshop.com. Inyoto is I-N-Y-O-T-O. Shop is H. Oh, sorry, S-H-O-P dot com. And uh, you could email me any questions you have, I'm more than happy to answer. I love talking to people who are inquiring about my product or just inquiring about anything, inquiring about me. I'm happy to answer questions. If I don't know the answer, I have to direct you to somebody who does. Mm-hmm. Um, we're available for vending. Um, and yeah, we just want to see people be happy and people shine their light. Awesome. Yeah, and definitely if anyone listening is interested in 
ordering or just following, make sure you subscribe to her email list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have an email list at the bottom of our um, website. So we send out emails at least at minimum once a month. But we try to, we're trying to definitely start sending you more often. So just get subscribed and, and get some information in terms of where we will be or what we have coming up next and stuff like that. So awesome well thank you again for being on the show and sharing your insights on how to build your brand thank you so much for having me I appreciate it and I appreciate what you're doing thank you (laughs) episode 30 can't believe it wow look at that (laughs) (laughs) that's great yes And that concludes the series and season 3 finale. I hope you found this interview along with the others insightful, inspiring, and entertaining. If you are a person that is interested in becoming an entrepreneur, I hope that this series helped you and um, encouraged you to keep going forward. I also want to say thank you so much to all the guests that were featured on this series. I really appreciate you sharing your time with me and with the listeners. And also, I just wanted to say to all the listeners out there to stay in the loop with the Sweet Tooth Vegan updates, such as events that I will be at, new episodes, and more. And you could do this by subscribing to my email list. You could head on over to thesweettoothvegan.com and sign up there. Also, you could follow me on Instagram. I recently changed my handle from sweettoothshay to thesweettoothvegan underscore. Don't forget that underscore at the end. And yes, that concludes season three. Thank you so much for your support. For this past year, I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. Take care.